Thundergrunt. Who's there? What do you want? Because all you're gonna get is holes. I, I mean, holes in you, not my... <gasps> Sterling? Hello, Mother. Where the hell have you been? I don't know. What? And why do you have a cleaver? I don't know. Well, you're safe now. So get out. I'm hungry. So lick that coat. You smell like Grilled a... Grilled cheese. What? Grill me a cheese. I'm not grilling you a cheese. Uh... What? <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Hobo Radio, the official podcast of HoboTrashCan.com. You can share your thoughts on the show anytime by emailing Joel at Murphy's Law at HoboTrashCan.com. This is Amber Nash, and you're listening to Hobo Radio. Sloosh. And now, your host miniature dog enthusiast, Joel Murphy. Hello again. I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. And today, I am very excited to bring to you my interview with Jessica Walter. Yes, that Jessica Walter, the one from Arrested Development, the one who is currently can be seen in Season 7 of Archer, and... Unlike her characters on those two shows, she could not have been more delightful to talk to. It was such a great chat, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. So without further ado, here is my talk with Jessica Walter. Hi, how are you doing? Hi, Joe. Hi, thanks for How are you this. doing? I'm good. How are you? My pleasure. Very well, very well. Thank you. I'm in my country house right now, so we're enjoying sort of the springish weather here in the east. Oh, yeah. I'm actually, uh, I'm on the east as well. I'm in Baltimore. I, I am also enjoying the uh-huh. weather. Uh, well, I, I know I have a limited amount of time with you, so, um, but I, I wanted to ask first, uh, how is it preparing for Archer versus preparing for like a live action role? Is there sort of a different method that you go in for or a different approach that you have for voice acting? You know, it really isn't because a character is a character and a script is a script. So whether it's animated or human beings, you know, you, you have to start with the character and what is the author trying to say? And uh, I really approach it. The only thing that would be a little different is more vocal energy. You you do need much more vocal energy when you're doing animated. If you if you use that amount of vocal energy in in a live human performance, it would be over the top. And, and how about the actual recording? Because I know when you do Archer, it's just you alone in a booth. So are yeah. there are there tricks that you've picked up? Are there certain things that you do, like when you go in, or, or how do you approach that? Well, you know, we have somebody uh, there on the satellite from Atlanta, the uh, Matt Thompson, who's uh, one of our 
executive producers and Casey Willis and also somebody reads the lines back to you of the other people. So we do it as a whole scene. And I guess that we, you know, all the characters know each other so well by this time, certainly, that we could just imagine what it would be like. And and I think we have, we lucked out with this ensemble because we it's it's sort of, you know, everybody, what's the word? Um, they all fit. There's a lot of real energy there with this ensemble. You know, you just luck out with these things. I think we lucked out with the rest of development with the cast, too, that everybody has their own specific characters that all fitted with the other characters. Yeah, I, I mean, that's what's always impressive to me, like knowing that you do film everything individually, like the the way the dialogue flows and the way it all comes together, like you would never know that you guys weren't in a, in a room as an I ensemble. Know. isn't that amazing? Oh, yeah, no, it's so great I to know. watch. How often do you get to see yeah. the rest of the cast? Like, do you get to interact with anyone on a regular basis or is it just sort of at specific? You know, we we only see each other because, you know, we're in the East, myself and John and the rest of them. Well, two, uh, Amber and Lucky are in Atlanta and Aisha, Judy and Chris are in L.A. So we we see each other at events, for instance, Comic-Con or the upfronts. We They were just some of them were here recently in March for the upfronts, FX upfronts, or the TCAs, maybe two, three times a year. Not enough. Uh, well, I wanted to ask you specifically, too, um, a few years ago in New York, I actually got to see the Archer live show that you guys did. Uh, what, what are oh, those? Was, was, was I in it? You were in it. Yes. And you were. That's the only one I've ever done because it's, it's, it's so not my thing. It, it, it's like too advanced for me. <laughs> you you were great the night that I saw it. Yeah, you you were wonderful to watch. Well, thank you. You're very sweet. <laughs> uh, but no, that so that that was your one and only foray into the the so ultra far. Night. Yeah. And what? Yeah. So when far. you say it's too advanced, like what you just what, what was it about it that made you feel out of place? I don't feel out of place. It's just that you know I'm so not in tune with the demo that is there, you know, the kind, uh, the kind of stuff that goes on, I, it's just, I feel sort of a little not in that demo, let's put it that way. So I don't, I don't know how much I could offer, but I did have a really good time at that one. So who knows if they ever have another one, maybe I'll do it. <laughs> well, I, I know too, you, you've already, you mentioned Arrested Development once, and I know you mentioned it that night. The the reaction that you get, uh, I, and I would imagine for Archer as well, but for Arrested Development, is that, how often do you get recognized for that? How often do you get just that sort of like, I, I remember this like thunderous applause when it was brought up at the Archer Live thing. Really? Was it thunderous? I don't even remember. <laughs> oh my God. Well, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> You know, you always get nervous when you go on stage for any reason, so I guess I wasn't hearing it. But anyway, you know, Arrested really was, was a, a trendsetter as far as TV sitcoms and the scripts and whatever. I'm the lucky beneficiary because people, I, I do get ready. Well, you know, I'm in New York, so I'm I'm on the subway, I'm on the bus, walking in the street, and people are really nice. And there are a lot of Arrested Development fans out there, lucky for us. How much do you think that character kind of influenced uh, maybe you getting cast as Mallory Archer? Do you think there was a connection? Because they seem in similar 
veins, Lucille Bluth and Mallory Archer. Yes, I think I think they they have a lot of similarities. Uh, one that they don't have is that that Lu- Lu- Mallory's let her hair go gray, and Lu- Lucille would never do that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, you know, I you, when the casting thing came out, the breakdown of the casting, I, I know it said think it said Mallory and described her. It said think Jessica Walter Arrested Development. So my agent called up and said, you know, I represent Jessica. Should we send her the script if she likes it? You know, maybe she'll do it. And that's what happened. I read the script. I thought, oh, this is wonderful. I'm in. <laughs> well, that's got to be super. So I think it, it may be. Pardon? I was going to say that's got to be super flattering, too, to to know that that was in the breakdown. Well, yes. I, my goodness. I, yeah. I, you know, very flattering. Lucky me. <laughs> Yeah, I, now I'm sort of I'm comparing the two in my head too. I, I feel like maybe Mallory is a little more uh, proactive, if that's the right word, or, or a little more you know empowered. Maybe does that sound right? That she she has a little bit more agency, perhaps. Yes, absolutely. First of all, you know, uh, in animation, everybody is more more whatever they are. Right. You know, Cyril is probably more nerdy, and. Uh, uh, Lana is probably more kick-ass. You know, everybody in animation is always what I was talking about vocally, too. There's that extra XXX. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, And also, you know, Mallory is a self-made woman. Yes. She works. She made her own money. and, And Lucille really got it through the husband and the family and everything else. Lucille never really, I probably never worked a day in her life. Big difference. Yes, yeah, I think that's exactly what I was sort of connecting in my brain. That yeah, you you nailed it. The the self made woman aspect of it, which is very cool. Right. Uh, right. Well, um, I feel like I you probably get asked this all the time, but is there any hope for more Arrested Development? Is that something that you even hear about at this point, or are you as in the dark as everybody else? You know, everybody wants to do it, and, and as far as hope, I we we all hope that we could do it. It's just a matter of getting everybody together at the same time, which is difficult. Yes, everybody's so busy. I would imagine, yeah, and more as more time passes, the more spread out all of you are, and then everybody seems to be working. Yeah. So, which is a good thing. Uh, well, I, I hope I hope that it will happen. I really do. Yeah. No. Me too. Certainly. I, I would love to see more. Um, well, let me ask you, uh, is there anything else you can say about uh, Mallory this season? I know you probably can't say a lot, but is there any sort of preview you can give people or, or a direction that she might be headed or anything? Hmm, well, you know, she's got more drive than ever because they've already been through several, what's the word, <laughs> careers. Yes. You know, the spy agency, uh, the vice thing, and now this one... The, the private investigation thing, which to me is really a lot of fun. I, I like it a lot. And I guess she's more driven than ever, you know? Yeah, I, I imagine that, does that kind of make it fun uh, to do the show, to have these different uh, genres or these different uh, careers for the characters? Like, And obviously the Vice thing, too, was such a specific thing, but are those fun to get to like explore the character in different environments? Absolutely, absolutely. And I love that they're in L.A. and that Mallory hates it. <laughs> she hates L.A. I know a lot of a lot of East Coast people do. 
I don't. I mean, I don't hate LA. My family's there and what have you. But uh, yeah, I think <clears throat> there's. It's always fun to you know to explore different different areas of of uh, work for for characters and places they you know in the beginning of of Archer we were always going to Mexico or to some foreign place you know to to you know deal with the with the kings of of all the jewelry and the whatevers we were always on these big missions in foreign lands and now it's fun to be really right there in in LA yeah. dealing with the the west coast of the old US of A what do you think you'd be doing for a living if you never got into acting? You know, I don't have any other talent, so it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, have no, I, I mean, I I really don't. I have no idea what I what I what I would what, what I would be doing. Honestly, I never wanted to do anything but this. Well, that that's I never all. had a backup. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Maybe that was the key to your I never success. Never had a backup plan. Yeah, maybe that was the key to your success is never having a backup plan. You had to make it. Well, I think the key to working in, in the business, you know, is you've got to hang in there and you really have to take it very seriously and work hard. You know, I'm, I'm doing about to do a play in Bucks County Playhouse, New Hope, Pennsylvania, which is a famous old summer stock theater. And we're going to do Steel Magnolias, which is a great play. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, it it was a play before it was a movie. Most people don't know that. But anyway, and we start rehearsing, you know, in a couple of weeks, but I've already learned it. You know, kind of like you don't take anything for granted. You've got to be ready, if you know what I mean. How often do you get to do live theater? Not enough. The last thing I did actually in live theater was about five years ago with Anything Goes on Broadway, the revival with Sutton Foster. That was exciting. Is it hard taking a, a break like that? Does it, you know, taking five years? Because I, I know a lot of actors say that, like, if you take too long off of the stage, it's harder to get back up in front of people. You know, I, I totally disagree because I think it's like bike riding. You never forget. If that's where you started, which is I started in the theater, it's like coming home. Honestly. Uh, well, I know uh, I don't have a lot of time with you here, so just uh, to go ahead and wrap up, is there anything else uh, I didn't ask about? Anything else you want to mention? Just that we we just feel so blessed to have Adam Reed and, and Matt Thompson and Casey Willis, our guys, that, that, you know, of course, Adam, who's our commander-in-chief, brilliant creator. They are also happen to be the nicest people you'd ever want to meet. <laughs> so that makes it like really special. Awesome. Well, that's great. Th- thank you so much for doing this. It was really a pleasure oh, to talk to you. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. See, I told you. Delightful. Just so wonderful talking to her. And if you listen to that and you're sad right now and you're like, I want more interviews with people from Archer, I have the best news for you. If you go to Hobo Trash Can right now, there's a bunch of them. I've interviewed the whole cast pretty much. Uh, There's an interview with H. John Benjamin. There's one with Chris Parnell. There's one with Aisha Tyler. I just recently talked to Patton Oswalt, who appears on the show this season, 
So you should go check out all of those and all of the other great stuff. And also, you should be watching Archer, which airs Thursday nights at 10 p.m. So make sure to check that out and make sure to check back next week for an all-new Hobo Radio podcast. And until then, remember, kids, don't do drugs or you go to hell before you die. Say no more to me, pack up your storm I've been lost in the woods since the day I was born I'd have pushed you aside, but your body was warm And your hands were open I've been guilty of kindness and love I've been knocked on the ground when your push came to shove But the scars on my body are withered and naughty And they left me broken Stumbling past like a trembling mouse on the lawn So Mallory, you do what you gotta do and be gone There's a tear in the fabric that's under your skin And it grows like a chasm and swallows me in And I'd run like a coward, but I'm overpowered And fallen slowly all the horses in all the land They heave and they pull just as hard as they can But they fumble and waver and sink in the sand As I drift away What you gotta do and be gone to me. Uh, Sterling, I was protecting you. From what? This sandwich? Huh? That's a Swiss, mother. Because that's all I had, you ass. Just like I'm all that you have. Well, I hate it. And I hate you. Sterling Mallory Archer, you will eat every last crumb of that sandwich.
No. Then get out. Hobo Radio is a production of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Thundergrunt Podcast Network. 